Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be across this beautiful blue-green globe of ours. Welcome to Real News Live. This is a special non-toxically masculine and not really that divinely feminine, but you know, in balance to, to special Tuesday, special report. Candace and I had a chat last night, decided there was stuff to talk about. So we're on here to talk. I set it up for 30 minutes, knowing full well, this is Candace, and we're going to go a lot beyond that. So it's going to be a bonus <laughs> for all you folks. I, I'd like to keep it to an hour, Candace, but as I do not feel well today, but you know that we already discussed things. So we have some interesting, Candace has got some great intel coming and there are things happening around the world. And Candace, I guess where we should start is uh, you sent me a post yesterday, which I forwarded to my Telegram group um, uh, about, and I guess it was Jayco and some other people discussing the war inside the Pentagon. Why don't we start with that and then we'll go on to the, the other news of the day that's important. Well, hi, Mike. Um, I'm glad to be here. I think we have a lot of really crucial um, updates, and uh, this is one of them. So why don't you take it away and see what you know about the Pentagon, and I'll just kind of go along for the ride. Okay. I All right. Well, I thought we were going to start with you, but the report is, the report was that inside the Pentagon, quote, they have had enough, and they are ready to move to remove this illegal government. Now, they've been basically wimps there. They've been afraid to act. Um, and and I they've been, to my mind, weak as, as leaders. When they, they should never have allowed this guy to assume the pretense of office. But in fact, what we've been in, Candace, from my perspective, what we've talked about on the show is to use Dave Barris' phrase, an interregnum, where nobody really knows who the king is. That's a period of time where nobody's sure who's the king because of the succession and all the problems. So you got Joe Biden, who was falsely elected and sworn in in a, let's be honest, fake ceremony that did not follow the rules, the constitutional rules it's supposed to follow. It took place before 12 noon, which means it's invalid. There's all kinds of problems with what happened on inauguration day. We had the image of Joe Biden trying to get in the White House and not being able to get in the White House, which fulfilled a Q drop. And we have the constant ongoing rumors that Donald J. Trump, who never conceded and never resigned the post of commander in chief, has remained the military commander in chief. Now against that backdrop, you have Joe Biden trying to provoke World War III in Ukraine against Russia. That's that's what he's trying to do. It's it, because in that way, then the thinking is the military will be forced to accept Biden as the sitting president, as commander in chief, at the risk of exposing the fact that, you know, the military is really in charge of everything. And the, and the, the civilian government is not in charge of anything. If they don't do that, then, you know, it, 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 they risk exposing the entire operation. So that's the thinking in the background. Now, against this background, I have a friend, I call the mechanic, who um, I've told people on this show, I don't know if you saw the update from about uh, seven or eight days, about a week ago, 
I gave you guys this update. He was on a, a road trip to California in his retired state. Um, he is a filmmaker and has won Emmy Awards for underwater photography and things like that. He's a very talented, very genius level man. In his previous life, he worked for two presidents of the United States, one of whom I truly admire, one of whom I think is a crook, but he stands by him as a patriot. That's, that's his opinion. We'll, we'll debate that. But I have no question in my mind that the mechanic himself is a patriot. He is highly connected with things going on in the um, Secret Service. And if I at any time need to ask him, where's Donald Trump right now? He tells me. As info may be two or three days old, but he tells me. When Donald Trump went to Colorado a couple of months ago and met with high Space Force officials, I knew about it. His information is consistently reliable. Now, he also used to do other kinds of work for the U.S. government. And um, as in his capacity as a Secret Service, White House detail, advanced team security officer, he did lots of other stuff. So he knows and hears about things. For instance, when the Hanoi-Donald Trump summit, the Kim Trump summit was broken up in Hanoi, I called him up and I said, Hey, I heard there was a nuclear. He said, correct. So what he told me the whole story and he told me that there was a, a contract out on um, one of the bin, the bin Laden son. I forget who it was that was listed at a hundred million dollars, but was in fact, name your price. I think it was Hasmi bin, bin Laden because he had threatened the summit with a suitcase nuclear weapon. And within 45 minutes of the White House, of the Air Force One taking off out of Hanoi, that was in the news, that there was a bounty on the head of Hasma bin Laden or whatever his name was. They didn't say how much, but he told me how much. A couple of months later, he ended up dead. So he knows people and he knows shit and he knows stuff and he gets information. So he was on this road trip about 10 days ago and near Reno. And he was asked to meet with, he was called up and asked to meet with certain people um, at, a, at an airfield near Reno. So he drove up there and he met with them. And they said, give us the keys to your car. And he said, or to your truck. And he said, no, I'm not doing that. And they said, okay, well, we're going to fly you someplace with that plane right there. So somebody has to take care of your truck. So he called a friend of his who was a casino operator and they came and got his truck and put it in the casino's secure parking area. He got on a plane. He went to an air base in the Southwest and Candace off, off screen. I can tell you what the air base was and I can tell you who it was commanded by. It was a, it was a high rank. It was a general and it's commanded by, he's got a name and the mechanic had met him on numerous occasions. He was detained there for four days. He was not treated particularly well. And he was browbeat consistently about why he was expressing the opinion that Donald Trump, in fact, was the commander in chief and not Joe Biden. And where he was getting that information from and what made him think that. 
And basically, he told them there is, you know, no indication that Joe Biden has the nuclear codes or is the commander in chief. And there is every indication based on this, this and this, that Donald Trump is, in fact, the commander in chief. At that point, he met with the commanding general, which he had not met with prior to that. And then they begin to discuss if there is a civil war in the United States, how do you see it going? And to make a long story short, because I told the long story the other day, um, basically he said you're going to have about 100 million people fighting. And at least 78 million of them voted for Donald Trump. And they have all the guns. So how do you think it's going to go? And he was not released he was told he could leave anytime he wanted but he was in an airbase in the southwest in the literal middle of nowhere so until he was able to get a hold of a friend to come pick him up in the middle of nowhere he had no place to go but after four or five days he finally got out when i talked to him he sounded terrible talked to him again last night so that all fits with the pentagon has had enough so i called him last night just wanted to see how he was doing. He said, I feel much better. He's not quite home yet, um, but he's feeling better. And I asked him, you know, what, what he thought was really going on. And what, no, my hair is not cold. My, my head is not cold. My hair is messed up. Uh, I have had some chills this morning, though, because I haven't felt well. So what he said, Candace, to me last night was, he said they were trying to decide which side to take this commander and his military people, because there was apparently within the military, a discussion going on about which side they should take in this interregnum, Joe Biden versus the real president, Donald Trump. And in spite of the fact that everybody in the military knows that Trump won the election, there is still some debate as to which side the military should take. So, that was the discussion. And then he hit me with the bomb, which is that agrees with the report. They've had enough. When Biden started asking, asking in public about a dead congressman, where is she? Why isn't she here? She'd been dead for a month. That was the last straw, apparently, for a lot of people inside the Pentagon. And the decision has been made to remove him. Now, when we say that, when I say that, I'm talking about the character of Joe Biden, because I don't think any of the guys you see on TV are the real Joe Biden. The mechanic thinks there's three actors, but I know at least one of them. Struan Rogers is one of them. Struan Roger. So he then told me um, the contract is being put together right now to remove this person by any means necessary in, in a public way. The price is $25 million to start and will go up from there. And it will happen, he said, between the uh, midterms and Thanksgiving, if it gets that far. In other words, if Biden isn't gone before then, action will be taken during that time period to remove him. That's the intel I have. That's the information I have. I'm also told that 
Pelosi and Kamala Harris, neither is considered an acceptable replacement. So, Candace, that's what I have about the war going on inside the Pentagon. And I believe my source impeccably. I, I think he's impeccable in terms of his information. I believe that's really what's going on. So I'd like to know what you think of a flag level military officer detaining a private citizen who hasn't worked for the government for about 20 years, but knows a lot of people um, on a military base for four days, trying to browbeat him into supporting Joe Biden. And in failing in that, then asking him who he thought was going, which side he thought was going to win the civil war, which they seem to think is inevitable. It's up to you, Ken. Hear what you got to say about it. Well, you know, the, the start of this was a, a program TikTok that I sent you that uh, had Mel Kay on it. Yeah. Okay, so Mel Kay's an insider in terms of the Pentagon. She knows people and she talks to them regularly. And the way they stated it, it is that they have a mutiny going on at the Pentagon. Now, you think of the word mutiny, what do you think of? Well, you know, it's it you know, you relies on your memory in terms of uh, the sailing ships, the old ships, the pirate yeah. ships. And uh, you know, what happens is the captain is a thought to be corrupt and so the crew basically goes after them. That's what a mutiny is. So yeah. In this case, we look at the Pentagon and say, well, what is the Pentagon con composed of, right? Um, it's all the generals, which have, they have desks there, right? And offices and staff. And uh, there's only so many generals. There's like 15 that are, you know, considered high enough rank to actually make decisions. So they sit around a table and I, you know, I see it sort of like what, you know, um, was a part of uh, uh, Spaceballs or some of those, you know, old comedies that we look at where they sit and say, you know, well, we're going to have a war. And do we have to have a war? I don't know. Is a war a good idea? You know, they they um, yeah. they decompress this information that they're getting from all over the world. And of course, this is the pressure that's been put on the Biden administration, and I've got to put that over to the side because you're correct. It's all fake, phony, and false. It's a operation that has been foisted upon the American um, population. Really, this is about us, the people, that it doesn't represent us at all. And well, so, yeah, Curtis, you know, even even if there's a financial reset, and, and again, stocks are spiking today in a ridiculous way. And Mark Z will remind you, this is the way it always happens before a crash is there's a three or four day spike and then kaboom, the bottom falls out, which would put it Thursday or Friday. But um, even if that reset happens, Candace, they, they can't tell us the truth about where our money comes from and stuff. In other words, what they have to do is they have to have a better, fairer version of the old system. We can't transition from the current system to everything is perfect and everybody's rich. And, you know, we can't do that overnight. We have to condition people. Exactly. This is we not a quick here, right? process. Yes. I've been saying so that the same for a thing while. Has to happen. That's why we have <clears throat> to have this show, I guess. And these, this <clears throat> fake president, even though everybody I think really knows Joe Biden's been dead since 2019. That's why we have to have it. Right. Because. Well, this is, this is a show. part of the, you know, I can get back to basics, okay? So we're talking about a mutiny. Um, 
you know, the Pentagon is its own little five-sided building. And who is it that represents the Pentagon? What is the symbology behind it? Well, it's the five-pointed star. And so what is a part of Washington, D.C. is a presence that has over and over again been stated as being the Masonic basis of the city with the Washington Monument that sits in the center of the city that is the designator for the entire energy level of that small postage stamp of a city-state that isn't even in the United States of America. So we have given them authority. We have given this to them by participating. And that's exactly how Satan works, is he asks for your participation and with your consent, you then are a part of this program. And it's all programming. And I, I'm going to say again that going back to this incident that is happening right now, the other statement was D.C. is imploding. Mm -hmm. Now, we can find out from other sources it's, it's fenced off. There's nobody there. It's been flooded out on several instances. There's been numerous programs that are supposed to be Biden standing on the front lawn with a crowd where there's no crowd sounds. And, you know, with a studio, you know, with fake phony false CGI, him wandering across the lawn with a play set on it. I mean, how many times do people have to be shown that this is a movie? This is a this is a something that has been propped up for us to see that we're supposed to buy into. Let me tell you, the only thing we need to do is just say no. We are not participating with their horror show, with their shit show anymore. Yep. So this comes down to every person that's sitting in every seat that is listening to my voice and has been listening for over six months with what I have said about this entire situation. Now, what is going on in the Pentagon is important because the Pentagon reports to the commander in chief. That's the only person that is in the loop. Now, what happened at the beginning of this, you know, complete shit show is that on January 6th, it was determined that uh, we would be uh, certified by Congress of a false, fake, fraudulated vote. Mm -hmm. This didn't happen in a star chamber. Everybody out there knew it. But they have had to make a complete travesty of justice go on here. And I just will mention this, that, you know, J6 was a, you know, it was a reaction. They bust in Antifa. They bust in protesters. They had a fake D.C. police. They had, it was set up with plexiglass on the windows, you know. I mean, it was from the get-go an event that they planned because what did they have to do? They had to make it something other than what it was really. Now, this is where Satan got involved because D.C. is such a cloistered, independent city-state 
that they don't have to follow the laws. They don't follow any laws. There's people that are still locked up in isolation in the D.C. prison since January 7th. Mm -hmm. And they have had no no trials. They don't even have charges against many of them. And there's over 70 people there. I don't understand. Why isn't there an appeal before the United States Supreme Court on behalf of these people? It seems like nobody's filed any court cases to have these judges removed and and to, to free these people up and allow them to be sent home with reasonable bail or no bail. You know what I mean? I don't. Why isn't there any court cases? Well, and the reason is, and I'll explain. Because, again, it's a city-state. They don't have to follow any laws there. That's where the Supreme Court sits. That's where the Capitol sits. That's why, why the you know, White House sits there. And they can isolate that information. There has been plenty of lawsuits. I mean, you know, tons of lawsuits against what was the fraud, against the, you know, the imprisonment of all these people against everything. And and they continue to function as what we call a star chamber. The star chamber is where the judges get together, make their decision. And, and then they tell the people that they're meeting. Yeah. Now the corruption on the Supreme court is something that we have to really question. And that's where I'm working right now is to try to figure out why the, the decisions that they've already made, these are already made decisions. These are written down, they're law, that the the entire vote for 2020 should be vitiated. And mm-hmm. vitiating means that it's completely taken out of all of the registers in every state and it is decertified. Now, has that decision been made? Is that your information? It's already been made. They just haven't exist. released it. They haven't okay, the reacted on it. But just to nail it down, you're saying that yeah. ruling does exist. Yes. As far okay. as I, I can see, I've gotten it from several different sources that they okay. they ruled on it right actually right after that the Roe versus Wade was released. Now that happened to be released, and I'm gonna tell you specifics here. Politico infiltrated the Supreme Court. Now there's something that is a first. I don't think I've ever heard it before. Everybody I've talked to have said it's unprecedented that a, a, a political rag that is a part of what we would consider the mainstream media actually was able to get somebody inside the Supreme Court and find out that they had ruled on something. Mm-hmm. Unprecedented. That means there were leaks. There were people that were on the, the staff that did the... Um, you know, the printing of the paperwork that were running between the halls, you know, they've got a lot of people, they used to call them interns, but, you know, now they're called staff. But, you know, so somebody there actually courted the outside, probably for money, and released that information. Once it was released to the press, that put pressure on the Supreme Court to make it public. They had to, but they knew the consequences for that one. They started doxing all of the Supreme Court, you know, conservatives primarily that had voted on it. They started sitting outside their homes. They started accosting their children. They went after the wives and the mothers and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. It was a full court press. Yes. That's the world we're living in right now. 
we are at war with the media. So, and I have said this before so many times that that's why they're not releasing the information right now because they know, you know, it's like they yeah. can't move out of there. They can't throw their robes to the side and flee. So this let, is, me, let me ask you one thing. Yeah. We're about to move off the Pentagon and on to the social yeah. media and, and the other stuff you want to talk about because that's all related. Yes. Uh, my impression of what's happening based on my information, my contact, what you're telling me is that it, let's assume the mechanic story is true. Let's assume it's true because it's probably going to turn out to be true like all of his other stories. Um, it sounds to me like what the Pentagon has done is say to the politicians, specifically the Trump people, that if you don't move to remove this person politically in the public, then we will move militarily with the assassination of the character and there will be a military coup. And quite potentially, obviously, a lot of violence after that, as opposed to a political process of removal. So it, it sounds to me like the Pentagon, if they've if they're ramping up this contract, is telling the Trump people, "You better act now." Does that? Do you agree with that, or do you think it's a different message? Well, I I would describe it differently, and this is where it really comes down to kind of an understanding of the way things really work. Um, we have in this country the best military in the entire world, all right? So the mutiny is only between a couple of the generals. This has been common knowledge for a long time. Okay. It has to happen within the Pentagon before it can happen anywhere else because the process of the commander-in-chief is, is that they have to take a one-on-one -on -one situation with the generals, the decisions have to be made and then they are carried out by the military. There's a step process and anybody that's been in the military knows what that is called, it's chain of command. So right. what we have in the chain of command is we have a couple of holdouts that are interested more in their pensions than they are in the lives of the people of this country. We can't go into the Pentagon as citizens and, and, you know, raise hell. They would shoot us. There's a, like a red line around that that says nobody's in, nobody's out unless we allow it. And again, it's like I've worked on military bases. I know what it's like to stand next to the red line on an F-15 um, runway. And they have three guys with guns that were there. And I did several um, shows for the Air Force. I worked on uh, Fly High the Air Force, which was a series of commercials. And I was right there. There was the red line and there was the guy with the gun. And they said, if you get close to that line, we're going to give you one warning. And then if you get any closer, you will be shot dead. That's it. OK, so this red line exists. And we have to understand that as citizens, that, that we have to respect that for good reason. The commander in chief has only so much 
sway upon that. He also has to follow that red line rule. So here we are at a, well, <laughs> I call a Mexican standoff, right? Where you've got one side that's going like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, and the other side that says you need to act. So the commander in chief who is Trump and he has been in commander in chief, he has the football by the way, and he is capable of, of doing certain things, a certain amount of things, but he cannot intervene in terms of that interior process. Right. They have to work this out. And then once they work it out, they'll, they'll meet with Trump and it'll be very public because they, they can't do this in a star chamber after a decision is made. This is the problem with Washington, D.C. This is the way our government works. Our founders set it up so that people could understand it, but nobody has read the Constitution lately or pulled out any information. There's a lack of knowledge about there about where we can intervene, how we can intervene, and what it is that's important in our lives to understand. So we have a military that is absolutely ready to go. We have National Guard in every state. We have... Um, spy planes that are moving over our country on a constant basis getting information. There's sniffers. There's, you know, I watch Monkey Works and he reports on it and yeah. and did yesterday. And and there's a quell right now. There's a real quiet that's out there. Far less planes in the air, far less, you know, activity going on. They're not staged in the same places, but we, we have been staging assets all over the world. Right. And the reason we've been doing that is so that we can convince the entire planet as to who is in charge. Now, the other element that just happened was the queen died. What mm -hmm. happened right after that? London fell down. The financial networks, everything went the to American hell. flag with no stars on it. Or That's the black right. Stars, yep. With Putin's green light, I think, to go ahead and finish off Ukraine uh, yes. and have the votes yep. and yeah, I think so. And there and so we have a dynamic that's going on right now where everything is happening, everything. And you take it as, you know, whichever side of the cabal you're most interested in. And, you know, you can look into it yourself. I can't have that knowledge base. My knowledge base is fairly specific in terms of what I've worked on for a long time. And that, of course, has to do with the Internet now you know, what it is that's going on in that realm. And I hope I was complete enough with this picture, but I'm going to launch into that now because I truly think that this is the, the um, force field that will be able to shift this entire thing because it has to do with every phase of your life. Okay, pull okay. out a credit card and just yep. look at it and go like, what can a credit card do for me? Okay, well, so I, I, you know. I don't think I got... I think what I got for the answer to the question was, yes, was that there are, there's a star chamber within the star chamber that has to make yeah. the decision. And yes. of those four or five generals that are like the Supreme Court of the Pentagon, there's one or two holdouts yeah. that haven't given in yet. But it sounds like they're about ready to give in. Or it sounds like if the report from the mechanic is correct, they have given in and have given the go ahead, okay, you know, go ahead and act. Do you, right. do you agree with that? Just briefly, do you agree with that? Well, the That's thing right. about this particular space and time is we're between the worlds right now. We don't right. really have right. a concept because we're not allowed. There's a red line. 
Right. So I don't think there's any leaking going on. So the media's in complete meltdown. You know, I mean, they don't know either. So, yeah. so this is where we are, you know, at this moment. And all I can say is that it's going to break really soon. But it's, for it's pretty exciting yeah. to be here finally. Candace. Well, it, it really is. is. I mean, this, this yeah. is dang exciting times. If you guys can sit no. down and think about it for a while. Okay, anyway, now, now where did you want to so go? I next? agree. You want to go? Uh, you want to go talk about the Elon Musk deal? Yeah, like let's start with that because okay, I, okay. you know, if you can, I don't know if you have it. It's the uh, the memes I sent you. There were two memes that okay. are in your messenger, and because this is really this came across. Okay, everybody, hold on to your hats. This came across the McAfee channel on Telegram. Um, and I do have to just say something about this. I've been following this for a while. Um, it was thrown in my lap, um, God, six months, a year ago, actually. And, uh, I was asked to do decodes. And, um, so I started doing that. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, they do have a measure of what I would consider the Q teams, um, think tank okay so if that is true which i believe it is and i do know the cast of characters that have been posting is that um this particular meme these two that came out one of them is um I'm it's sure a longer mean yeah it's i think the danger of ai is much greater than the danger of nuclear warheads by a lot and nobody would suggest we allow the world to just build nuclear warheads if they wanted to. That would be insane. And mark my words, AI is more dangerous than nukes. And to me, and I've worked in this for quite a while now, as you know, is that is absolutely true because it is the AI, it is the artificial intelligence that the the deep state has been capable of programming into our very brains. And this is where we get into this playing field where, you know, it exists. And that's been the hardest part is, is, is really trying to convince people that it's really there because you, you can't put your finger on it. Mm -hmm. But we have people that are the sharpest tools in the shed, like Elon Musk, who now have said, and this is the next meme, is that... Oh. With, okay. with artificial okay. intelligence, we are summoning the demon. Yep. Now, he said it as singular, which I thought was interesting. <clears throat> he should have said demons because there's Satan or Lucifer or whatever you want to call it. And then there's just a host of what I call the um, minions. Now, the minions are the worker bees, and we certainly have a whole host of actual people out there that has been in, you know, they've been affected by this. This goes back to MK Ultra, mind control programs, uh, subliminal suggestion, you know, all the things we've seen on television primarily, but now are actually coming through our devices. And this is where they really took the high road and where Elon started discovering it is when he offered to buy Twitter. So, he offered to buy Twitter for 44.4 4 
billion dollars or some insane amount of money. Uh, that's the share price. Yeah, forty-four dollars a share. I, I don't know. Well, that Whatever. was a a gross price, and and then just recently, now that the latest news here is, um, and I got the article somewhere here, the um, they are offering. He is he has responded to it and finally said he's proposing to buy Twitter again. This just came out today. The offer price is $54.20 a share, and which is 9.11, by the way. 54 is 9, 2 is 1, 1. <laughs> so again, okay, numbers are everything. Numbers are important. Um, so he made the proposal in a letter to Twitter. He writes letters to Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, okay, we're going back in time, right? According to yeah. people familiar with the matter who asked not to be identified, discussed Confidential information shares on Twitter climbed as much as 18%. Again, we got nine. One plus eight yeah. is nine. Yeah. So this, this is the whole thing behind the Q team, okay? Musk has been trying also, for months Candace, to back I, out of the contract. Candace, I just and, got a headline. I just got a headline that Russia has agreed to Elon Musk's peace proposal. <laughs> so... <laughs> so. That sounds like a, a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek. But, you know, yeah. nonetheless, this is worldwide. Twitter is worldwide. This is, this is stuff that um, is on the internets. The internets is a grid of, of communication that's all over the planet. Okay, so let me finish this, and then we'll try to climb on the – that, you know, my mind is getting bent here. Okay, so now – it is back on the table, but what the problem was is that Elon wouldn't buy it for the first offer until Twitter could prove that that five percent or less of Twitter patrons, the people that are posting, okay, and uh, you don't pay for the service necessarily, but you are patronizing the site. Let me just mm -hmm. verify that the. The thing is, is less than 5% AI, I mean, any AI is bad, but let's just put it mildly that that was not able to be proven, that it was less than 5%. So he backed, you know, Elon backed off and said, well, you know, I'm just going to sit here for a while and see what goes on. Well, in the background, our digital army, this is a cyber war, I keep reminding people. This isn't about guns in the streets or it's not going to be about nukes, okay? Let me just reassure everybody, no nuclear explosion will happen, zero percent. The thing is, is that we have behind the scenes a, a huge amount of people worldwide that were a part of the Q movement, by the way, that are able to find out where this AI is coming from. We have been summarily inside server farms, server bases, switches, you know, the whole deal that, that conveys our information all over the world. And I, I sit here every Thursday, I have a program with Franz Glass, who is with uh, Ruby Ray Media. And if these guys are mm -hmm. listening, I want to give them a call out because this is a format that's not well known. They have been attacked, but they have the defenses that are needed behind a platform that we consume, that we are consumers of the internet, 
that that are you know enough to fight off these hackers that are from the deep state that are trying to get in and establish a information stream that then will come through to your device while you're looking at it. Now the two programs that they have focused on, the two platforms, are YouTube and Twitter mm -hmm. because they are so commonly used. And to be honest with you, they are the best set up. They yeah, were set I, up. I agree. I mean, Twitter has so many people on it that I want to get their opinions. It that if it were fixed where people could be on it, like Milo Yiannopoulos that had dissenting opinions, it would be the most amazing resource for finding out information that you could possibly yeah. have on planet earth. It's just with the censorship and everything going on, it's broken. So, well, let me define that because you got to be sure when you say censorship, it isn't really somebody pushing a button and censoring your item. I went to war with these people back in 2020 yeah. because we had people that had infiltrated and were not taken apart because their coding to their message was so huge. In other words, they sent out, you know, you would have somebody posting every 10 minutes every 10 minutes, every 10 minutes, every 10 minutes. You cannot defeat that because of the line of internet connectivity that happens between the, the portal where it's generated and the portal where it's consumed. I hope people are getting this. This is the way the internet works. So if I try to describe it and answer questions and all that, I'm only going to say to you, Find out where your internet is coming from. Call around. Call your provider and say, well, where are the switches? Where's your motherboard? Where's, what kind of signals are you interpreting in order to send me my internet? I worked in the business, okay? And I've got to give a backgrounder to people that don't know. But I actually did high-speed internet via satellite. And I set people up on mountaintops so that they could get a signal to the satellite stream that it was 23,000 miles above the surface of the planet. Now, those particular satellites were what we call geosynchronous. In other words, they followed us around, constantly moving okay. in order to give us a signal up and down. And that and was... That can't, a, be. That, that can't be because the Earth is flat and we live, we live in a snow globe and, and that's beyond the firmament. So that can't possibly. Uh, well, you know, okay. I don't want to go there, but <laughs> folks, it's, it's really fairly simple, but I know, I know this is a stretch to try to explain it. So, okay. So I'll talk about Elon Musk again, because this guy has been in he's SpaceX, right? And uh, he is now, um, shooting satellites up into the sky at the mm -hmm. tune of like up to 40 at one period of time. And yeah. uh, they're doing this every three days. They now have trains of satellites that are running all over the planet. And there you can see them up in the sky if you catch them at the right time. Um, and they're, they're not huge satellites. None of these things are bigger than about, oh, the maximum is about 10 to 15 feet across yeah, and they a truck or something. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really amazing the technology. Now I can say again that, you know, going back into the old days, it took a room full of, you know, uh, IBM computers to process as much as we process in our little phones, you know. So it's mm-hmm. um, you know, it's really advanced yeah, in that process. More computing power right here than than took the astronauts to the moon, but Exactly. Know. And so, you know, and you know that you're a tech guy we've had these conversations but um so elon musk who is pushing twitter to analyze their own systems was kind of like he he just sat back for a while and sort of laughed because we had our guys in there that were cleaning it up and i i threw my observation and and i i got kicked off twitter again um i think i've lost five accounts now i'm not i don't think nine no, yeah. <laughs> it's like Nine. so okay so there's a clue you see i uh, you know i i go like okay they just did another purge what they did is they kicked us off in order to preserve us that's a tough concept to try to wrap your head around but for one i didn't want my device infected by the ai which they were revealing there is a concept i don't think anybody's ever considered it's yeah. the same thing with facebook they get people out of the way briefly. They got me out of the way briefly for four days because they recoded everything. And this happened almost a year ago now. Yeah. And I went hysterical. You know, I was like, you know, oh, my God, because if you lose your own, your first account, you end up losing your groups. You can't talk to anybody. You've got, you know. Right now, what they're doing is they're not doing that same thing. They're not erasing people. What they're doing is is just they're on a timeout. They can still see things, but maybe they can't post. You know, it's like a, a weird situation. But I was told quite a while ago that um, Facebook was um, coded in our direction. In other words, we mm-hmm. had the guys in the back end, and I know about this from, you know, past involvement with uh, folks that well, I, actually I had the knowledge base for things i post and i still get dinged for things i posted four years ago so well see this is it is we're cleaning stuff up I, it is a tremendous facebook is another one that i actually really like because they keep everything i mean they for a while there it was kind of silly because they were giving people in i remember this because i'd been in facebook since 2009 and uh, a 10-year, you know, perspective. Here's your all your nice pictures and everything in the comments. And I'm, I'm looking at this and going, they actually kept everything from 10 years ago? Kind of blows my mind. So, but, you know, on a good side, if that is available to you to go in and capture, which you can do. Everybody could go in today. You go to um, your, your settings and you can download everything that you've ever put up yeah. on facebook you you can it takes a while it takes two or three days but they eventually send it to you in a big compressed file that you can store that's away. right and that, so i did that yep. like a year ago um yeah. let me ask you one thing there's a there's conversation coming up on the side here i think it's uh it's bob zem and a few other people talking about well if the internet goes away will signal work well no signals part of the internet yeah we're gonna get to that i i will try to address that because okay just to have a basic understanding of how the internet work is that 
we are the end product, okay? So a lot happens between the other end, which is where the processing occurs. And let's take Google, okay? Google is a big industry. It's based down in, um, you know, uh, Silicon Valley, and yeah. uh, they built themselves a monolith of place. They have their own power. They have all their own generators. They have several basement layers of, you know, the ability to process stuff. You know, the, the whole thing blows my mind in terms of what they can actually do. Um, Google has set up centers around the planet. Um, and they are directly linked into what has been in the past satellites that were up at 23,000 miles. Now, if I, again, we're fast forwarding to today, they are decommissioning all those old cranky satellites that go back to Sputnik, which was in the 60s. They're all being taken out of orbit. And I actually found a company in the UK that was doing that work. And they, they said, yeah, we get a lot of work these days. And they've got like three or four different, um, you know, uh, spacecraft that are capable of just pulling these old things that are just junk out of orbit. And they come in to our atmosphere. And what happens? They get burned up. They don't have any use anymore. They're too outdated. So, again, we're moving everything to this Starlink system, well, which okay, was so set up. Right. I just wanted to ask you real quick. The the point that okay. Bob's making is that your cell phone is not a satellite phone and cell phone towers won't work without the Internet. They'll be overwhelmed. But isn't the new iPhone 14? Doesn't it have satellite phone capability? And well, no, it, it, it's an not? app that is being developed. And I've got it because I have Linux. I'm sort of, the you know, at the top of the heap here. Linux is the development system for everything. Okay. Let me just say that, generally speaking, everything comes from Linux, but you have three options right now. One of them is I, Mac. The other one is Windows, which is, you know, 10 and, and Android. Uh, and then you have Linux, which I stand in the middle and I just go, well, this is pretty amazing because my Linux system is capable of, of ascertaining what is AI that's coming in. You know, because it shuts it down. It goes, nope, not going to go there. And when it does accept AI, it's because I've gone out and downloaded something onto my PC. And then I just went through this in August where it was started acting really weird. I took it to my guys. Okay, you got to have guys that look at your computers if you're not capable of doing this yourself. If you have a knowledge base, Download Linux, get going, because it's going to be the safe place to be. We're going to have Linux platform available on phones. It's being developed right now. It should be out in the next two months. We also have an app that is going to be applicable to receiving satellite signal from any phone. And that means that it will work on i, it will work on Android, it will work on Linux. Now... The idea of that is so amazing, it will replace Wi-Fi because then you can have a little antenna that points up. You can go get it right now. On, it's called Starlink. And that's where, you know, I've got to tell you, these, these chains of satellites are all in constant motion. They never stop. So your little satellite dish has got a little, um, you know, 
uh, arbitrator in there that actually moves it around to catch the satellite signal. It's amazing. But it is the way that we can protect the information stream because it is generated by lasers, by light. And that is the big consideration that you have to put in your brains in terms of how we receive our signal. One is a copper-based, which is just for lack of a better terminology. The other is fiber optics laser. So these are the changes that are being made right now because as soon as we go to laser capability, it eliminates artificial intelligence because there's no portals that they can work their way into and corrupt. So you've got to understand that this internet was built back in the 60s by IBM. Microsoft stole it, and then they basically built an entire industry on hardware and software that then was controlled by a single source. And it was a company that sits in Redmond, Washington that I worked at for many years. I knew Bill Gates, first name basis. I knew all the CEOs. I was there in building eight. Okay, so I saw what they said and I heard what they, they were showing me. That was kind of a reverse metaphor, but I like it. Okay, so. <laughs> It's, it's really a part of my history that I, I knew about this. Plus, I married a man who happened to be inside on Microsoft and worked in the quality analysis department when Windows 98 was released. How closer could I get to the source? I don't think I could. So, so my knowledge base, again, comes from first person, actual experience, talking with people, being there, watching them develop it, watching them talk about what they were going to take over. Gates gave those keys back in the 90s. He said, well, the 80s, if I go back that far, but he said he wanted a computer in every home. Why? Because those computers have back ends, and this is my little vernacular, that is like Swiss cheese. They are connected to a network that you, you get to with your little Wi-Fi. And I got to tell you, those laptops that they developed didn't have a portal for direct access to plug them into the wall and get Internet. They all ended up being only Wi-Fi enabled. And then, of course, you've got now the iPads <clears throat> that they get you know, a signal from the towers. All right, so I'm trying to explain it. There's a little bit of a difference in terms of the way Mac works and the way that Windows works. And that big difference is that Steve Jobs said, I'm not a Satanist. <laughs> and he, he decided to, to kind of cut a cleaner swath through the the playing field and go directly from source to consumer. And I, I've worked with both systems. In fact, I have all three in my house. I have an Android, I have a, a, I, I, um, MacBook, and then I have a Linux PC. 
So I have a way to go between systems and see what's going on. So, you know, those are dependent. Those were built by different people, but they're all basically on a Linux platform. But Linux conjoined itself with um, and has now co-opted their information with both Google and then re recently with uh, Firefox, which is a browser. And I said, all right, you know, I'm okay with that. I still have to do Chrome on my phone, which I hate. Yeah. But specifically, everybody's got to go through and just not accept yeah. this as something Especially that's... If you're using a Google Pixel 6, their, their, uh, their processor is called Adreno, and you're using Chrome. <laughs> So you're using Adrenochrome? Adrenochrome. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the truth. That's it, I know. And it's it, there's so much symbology behind all this. I, you know, anyway. So what I'm trying to get to is that we are going through a, a change right now and that we are going to see some behavior that is a little odd. All right. Um, I suggest that people figure out, number one, how they're getting their Internet Number two, evaluating their systems in terms of certain programs and apps as being whether they are truly a separate situation. Like, and Signal is a good example because <clears throat> Signal is a Wi-Fi product. So you get it on your phone, but it basically has to be relayed to your phone by what? A cell tower, right? Right. Unless you have, like, my, I'm in an isolated situation in an isolated place. I don't even have cell phone reception for Android. Lucky me. Um, so everything that I do, even on Signal, goes through my Wi-Fi that goes into my modem that ends up at the place where there's a downtown, I mean, it's three blocks away from where I live, my little telephone company. And they just had to switch over because I was in there like every two weeks going like, why didn't you turn the switch and go to the fiber optic cable? Oh, this is going to take us a while. We're doing quarters and we're going to set up your quarter. You know, and I finally just said, I'll come by. I'll come in behind the screen here. You got I'll flip the switch. Get it going. And so over Christmas, it was so funny. They sent out a little letter. They said, we're going to give you all a Christmas present. We're going to up your speed. You know, it's like, you know, face palm. They yeah. finally did it. I knew more about their systems than they did. So anyway, <laughs> well, it was just one of those. That I would little, expect. Well, but it's a quaint little town, you know, and I love it. And I'm no, in the middle of nowhere. I admit, because when I drive out from my house, I don't even have to switch on mobile, you know, uh, access, which everybody has a switch, by the way. You just pull down the little thing and it says mobile access and GPS. OK, you can switch those on and off, by the way. In yeah. fact, you should. At any time that you're not in a mobile network area, you don't need it because <laughs> there's no towers. OK, so then I drive out and I drive onto the highway. For a half hour, I am under no, none, zero agitated brainwave state from those towers. That's I'll nice. tell you, it's a good life. Driving freeways, especially in a place like Montana, where I once took my hand off the wheel for like 10, 10 minutes straight and just kept going, just kept going straight. The car didn't drift at all. It was so flat. Um, yeah, you get into an altered state when you're driving like that anyway. So that is a very, very good statement that will lead me to 
this conclusion, and I hope this makes sense to people. We right now are being subjected to a mind control program that not only comes through our devices, through the specifically the cell towers, they have been able to crank that puppy up. And that's why people get headaches, why they, their brains are getting fried. We have what's called a brainwave state. And if everybody comes to Frequency of the Earth, I'll politely explain it to you again. But um, <laughs> it's composed of several different hertz rates. And the hertz rate that we normally process information in our waking state is, is called beta brainwave state. Mm -hmm. And it is below our hearing. We don't hear any of this. This is like below 40 hertz, 50 hertz, all of it. Now, when we are sent signals off of these towers, they're random scattered um, wavelengths. And they go everywhere. In fact, you know, most people know that even if you aren't using your phone, um, you are getting these because there's, your phone is seeking it out. That's what the, it does. It has an antenna. That's why it gets hot is because it's constantly looking for the best signal. So if you're driving through like a metro area, it's switching from tower to tower and tower it's going tower, like, yeah. where do I need to go now? Like, what am I doing? Yep. This beta brainwave state that is between um, one hertz, which I like that combination, 1331. One, one hertz, J-U-N hertz. <laughs> yeah, one hertz. <laughs> no, just one hertz 30, 31. <laughs> uh, don't go there. Anyway, um, so it's, it's, again, it's hard to tell people about, but it does exist. And and it is why I have recommended, uh, you know, for a long time to get uh, these, you know, applications that you can use. You can put them right on your phone and it straightens the wavelength out is what it does because it's the scatter that's damaging. Um, I can think of a lot of other examples and I'm sure people are, are going like, is that why I'm getting headaches? You know, well... Yeah, well, it's I mean, part I've, had, of the reason. I've had two migraines in the last four days. The last one, pretty severe. Yeah. It's still affecting me yesterday morning. It's still affecting me today. So, yeah. Well, I'm and it is. I, I'm wondering yeah. if I should not sleep with my cell phone near oh, my bed anymore. You, but, yeah, duh. Well, is, <laughs> That's really true. Is, Candace, the problem is I have an alarm system. And last time it was. I know. On, it's the, your the, clock the alarm, is a part I, of it. it I didn't hear it. And I had my phone on <laughs> silent. So I didn't get the phone calls so i'm like now i'm afraid to like not have my phone on so it beeps all night um, well then, now like, there is one thing i would recommend and and if anybody is using a cell phone next to their head and not having like i have right now which is a little set of truckers um headphones well, I, mean, it's not, it's I love not them here. and get it away from you always be at least two to three feet away from these things uh, when they're receiving signal off of a cell tower. Again, I'm, I'm sort of trying to explain it so people understand. And it does take a little bit to wrap your head around because, you know, we have just accepted whatever they've fed us. And it's just right. like, you know, uh, go to the grocery store. I don't know, folks, you got to start yeah. processing yeah. this for yourself. And Jen wants to know if that's why she had bad dreams about pandas. Well, evil I... Pandas. <laughs> <The evil> pandas. 
<laughs> Jen, we got to talk. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> she's um, totally serious. Facebook is reading our minds. Well, she said what she says is she had this bad dream about pandas, and then she woke up, and the first thing she opened up in Facebook, without telling anybody about the pandas, she didn't vocalize it. Isn't an ad for something about pandas? So she woke up and saw. There's it. ads out there for. That's something weird. about pandas. That's the first thing she pandas. said. Pandas. Oh, okay. Pandas. I'll tell you what, we're going to test this. I'm going to think about amaranth in my head and wake up and open my Facebook and see what I get first. We'll, well you know, this is, again, we're, we're talking about a AI program that is capable <laughs> of two-way processing. And I, I don't doubt it at all that, that there is that kind of thing because um, – and I have experienced it for myself back, God, more than four years ago, actually. Yeah. Sometimes I started noticing you know, that's, you know. that's the thing, Candace, is it's not just talking about it on the phone or having the discussion, you know, without being online. They pick that up. They, they're actually, they read, they read your mind. I mean, they really. Well, it's funny because now I have two accounts on Facebook and. One of them is me and the other is my cat. His name is Norman. So it's Norman Vospaz and you can go there and friend him. Um, and I use that if I want to do sleuth work because a lot of people have me blocked. <laughs> they know, hey, if I find out what they're thinking, I'm, they're in big trouble. So, you know, because I do have this kind of secondary network that I work on yeah. um, and I give this information direct to, to them and they They've acted on it many times. I, you know, I, I don't want to brag, but I mean, I, I am capable of just thinking about something and having it happen. Now, that actually is a, it's not an internet process, really. It has to do with, you know, I mean, Jennifer Fala is well capable of getting information from God. Okay, so yeah. uh, that happens to me to be also very authentic and that's how I work, you know, so it's not manipulation, it's not satanic, but you know, as Elon just said, if you are participating in the AI networks, you're, you're being infected by demons. So this is, this is another topic of conversation. I wanna cover that at some point, but, and we should have Jennifer on at the same time. You know, Jen is probably the closest to it of anybody I know. And I go to her as a resource in terms of several things that have, you know, proven to be correct. And I'd like to have a conversation with her about the update on that one. But um, so, Jen, if you're listening, we need to talk. And, you know, the thing is, is that everybody's affected by this. Yes, there are symptoms. Yes, we have several systems in our bodies that are electric. And I will bring this out just so folks know that um, we have actually four brains in the body, two hemispheres of our brain, left and right. And then we do work within that aspect of duality. And that's not going to shift. Um, then we have our heart that actually is not only electric, but it's magnetic, far more magnetic, as a matter of fact. And it's in our heart that we have our emotions and our connection with God. So that is about magnetics. Now, that's an, another field of research that I have worked on for quite a while. In fact, I work with magnets and 
and polarity and degaussing and you know our world is full of magnetic too so i think you're being trolled here candace by jennifer i'll block off five hours for a call candace <laughs> we're being trolled by really what is she saying i gotta see this. she's teasing you about blocking off five hours for the call for the call with you so uh, <laughs> can't oh, say well, there's ever a actually you don't have to block her on that one because five is a good number jen because it will take um, that long before so. we go here before you got and you guys got way more than the 30 minute bonus show you were supposed to get today <sighs> I want to say a couple yeah. things. Please don't forget to visit our friends, the CBD gurus. If you have any uh, CBD desires or needs, or you know, please pick up your products from them. They do a great job. I can testify to the fact that their Delta 8 gummies will make you freaking stoned. I accidentally ate one without thinking about it last week. And man, was I blotto for about a day and a half. Maybe that's why I'm having my migraines. They're wonderful people. Be sure to patronize them. Also want to especially thank from Zelle and Cash App. Yeah, by the way, if you want to if you want to help me out for putting on great shows like this, it's Cash App is dollar sign MBARA33 and Zelle is mbara33 at msn.com. My old uh my old um email, but I want to thank Thomas M. I want to thank Gloria G, Kenneth C, Diane A, Helene G, Hong UK, Hong Yuk, Hong UK. Scott D and also Scott S, Scott Silk. You guys, you all rock. And everybody else who contributed in this last week. I really appreciate it. It's Cash App, dollar sign Embera33 and Zell, Embera33 at MSN.com. I do appreciate you guys very, very much. And if you want to find Candace Whitelight, you can find her on Frequency of the Earth. And she runs the 107 on Telegram, the RR McAfee decodes, RRM mcafee decodes and candace uh, we got to update your your chiron here because i know there's lots of other stuff you'd rather prioritize as well that we have to get in there so let's try to do that before friday's show all right okay well you know the thing is all of this is ongoing um i do want to tell tell people just in a very simplistic way to expect outages and the outages will very specifically be through cell towers so you have to know that those are not shielded they don't shield those things if we get a cme which we are right now lined up to a huge patch of extremely active sunspots and they are coming into earth facing direction they just shot up off an x class flare which we had a result to because they wrap around they come into the ionosphere yeah. and the kp index went up to five which is a low level solar storm but it, there were two spikes just within the last 24 they hours in, so they get in through the poles is how they do it well you know this is the phenomena of the aurora borealis right so yeah. because our electromagnetic field is is what is has has been in historically protecting us but you know, the dynamic is explained very well by Ben Davidson with suspicious observers. He does a show every morning. I should be doing a show every morning for the Schumann, but I just, I, you know, I don't have that sort of like focus. Uh, but yeah, I am getting. Really, you, you could do like monkey works. You could do 15, 20, 30 minutes every day on YouTube. Schumann resonance update. As long as you watch what you say. You might be able to, you know, you can get some monetization and income out of it. I can't, but you could. 
Yeah, well, you know, and I've thought about that because, you know, and Monkey Works is the standard. I mean, he really has done a great job and he is well worth listening to. He has a, a huge sort of background or he has a Patreon account that he's linked to and you can buy a you know subscription. He has several levels. I I mean, it, it monumental what he's done. But um, I have a little bit of a different sort of bend on things because of where it is that I report to and who it is that are the players out there that are a part of my reporting process. And I can't really lay it all on the line because these people are high up, you know, intelligence type of folks. And it's just like, you know, you can talk about the mechanic because he's obviously safe, but I got to tell you this last incident he went through where he got hammered and is sick. That's an indicator to me that I wouldn't be putting him in, in danger. I wouldn't be asking him for stuff that he procured in an environment like that because those environments are exactly where they're aiming all this stuff at. Yeah, right he now. said he was uh, not well treated during the four or five days that he was there. Well, they hit you with I, these frequencies, yeah. I mean, I, I just I felt that internally when you first talked about it. I watched the show and I went, mm, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. So I have kind of a limiter clause on my life. I don't want to, you know, again, I'm, I'm just, I have a sense of self-preservation. And for me, my mind is extremely well honed. I've always had a photographic memory. I remember everything that's ever happened to me, which is a blessing and a curse sometimes, but I at least have been able to process it. And people ask, well, how do you, you know, do this? Well, I was trained 25 years ago in Shaolin Kung Fu, and we learned how to balance ourselves, how to eat correctly, how to move, how to activate ourselves, how to use energy. I can block energy. I can bring it in. You know, I, I work with all of this, and it, to me, it's I all, all I have to do is think it, and it happens. But it is a process of learning that took me five years five times a week for six hours a day that I immersed myself in this. And this was not easy. This was like a life's work all compressed into a short period of time, but I've kept up with it. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have been at the right place at the right time. I mean, literally since my birth and, you know, I, I don't have an explanation for it. You know, I stand firm with God, you know, and I always have. I, he protects me. He talks to me. He he regards my life as worth preserving, has kept me away from dying three times. You know, so I I have quite a story to tell, but I can't really tell it all right now. We've got to get the, the demons out of this network, out of our lives. And, and I have put some stuff up. I'm on Gypsy Spirit which is um, a rumble channel and I have a lot of resources there and I um, just put up a, a thing that is, I, if you could play it, I mean, I would be very happy about it. Um, it's an old program, but it's, it's um, called Jesus Christ warned us about Satan and it's simplistic in a way, but it's also saying that, you know, um, Satan hates the two 
the two books that Satan hates most in the Bible is the first and the last. And he, he hates Genesis because it describes his devices and Revelation because it describes his doom. And we should read them because every day we should ask in prayer, Father in heaven, could you please help me out with my needs, my food, forgiveness, and at the end say, deliver us from the evil one. Because Satan actually owns this world that we're in. And we are fighting something that nobody can see, nobody can hear, and that is given to us every moment of every day. And right now, as Elon said, the AI is where he is at rest in his kingdom. And he's been able to penetrate us without us even knowing about it. This is your proactive hint for the day. It's good advice. And I hope that everybody has a blessed day and that you sit down for a minute and pray. Absolutely do that. And I exist in the name of God, says Jen. Uh, you can find Candace at Frequency of the Earth on Facebook. Also, she's Candace Whitelight on Facebook, Juan Osavan on Telegram, RRM McAfee Decodes on Telegram, and on Rumble. You can find her at Gypsy Spirit. Again, uh, if you want to contribute to the show, Cash App is dollar sign Embera33. Zell is Embera33 at MSN.com. Thank you all for being here. I'm sure Jen, if she saw the beginning part with the intel, with the new information from the mechanic, We'll have some Gentel discussion about that uh, tomorrow. Jen and I will be back on Wednesday for Tell the Truth Wednesday. Candice, once again, thank you for being here and spreading all of your wonderful information. I'll see you again on Friday, on Friday Night Frolics, pending another migraine. Um, I'll see you on Friday. Jen, I will see you tomorrow. We'll be back. And all of you guys have a great Tuesday. There's so much stuff happening. Just keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. And don't forget, Vladimir Putin said, I said a couple of times, the West is satanic. He said that to you guys. He said it. It's on the Kremlin speech. It's there. Believe him because he knows what he's talking about. And so do we. Love you guys. I will see everybody back tomorrow. Candace, I'll see you Friday. Bye-bye. Bye now. Blessings. <laughs>